Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Katie Smith and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network, a production of Baylor Athletics. John Morris, Katie Smith, and Katie, how about a Hall of Famer as our guest this week? I mean, right here in your <laughs> office, J-Mo, yes. Tweety Carter, a name that all Baylor fans know and love. We are so honored to have you. Thanks so much for taking the time on your off day, nonetheless. Yes. Oh, thanks for having me. This is this was the easy one for me. <laughs> J-Mo need me, I'm here. So. Oh, hey, you're very kind. I appreciate y'all having me. This, this is fun. Awesome. And great timing. Uh, I mentioned Hall of Famer. Uh, the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor Induction Banquet is this Friday as we record this, November 18th. Congratulations to you. Yeah. You're headed into the Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. It's a huge blessing. So everybody that hear this, please come please come out and support. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Now, if you come expecting to see Tweety there, mm. let's uh, let everybody know. Unfortunately, you're not going to be there. You'll be working. You got a game on Friday in Las Vegas. Yes, yes, and we're actually looking forward to going uh, compete in Las Vegas. But you're right, man. Uh, um, this will be a sad one to miss. Um, but you know, we got to go win games for y'all. Absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah. So you won't be able to be there, but who will be accepting the award on your behalf? Uh, great question. Uh, my high school coach, um, Timmy Bird, um, and his wife will be there. I have a couple of other friends, other family will be there. Um, but this is a big blessing to get him to uh, accept the award for me just because he's been there throughout my life so much and raised me since I've been six years old. So, yeah, huge shout out to uh, Timmy Bird and his wife for taking care of me. I, I don't know. Maybe somewhere along the way I've met him, but I, I've heard his name so much, you know, from you that yeah. I feel like I know him already. I'm sure <laughs> I've met him somewhere along the way. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure you have. He yeah. came to a couple of games, yeah. um, you know, but he also coached Jared Butler and Rico Gaddis. Wow. Right. Um, so, you know, he's a big part of uh, why a lot of Louisiana guys Ooh. make sure they, they make it down here. Yeah, quite we, a track record he has. We owe him. Those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you, sir, yes, Coach yes, Bird. Yes. That'll be cool amazing. to have him here. And I say you have a game, that's because uh, I think most people know, but make sure they know you are back at Baylor full-time. You are on staff with Coach Drew, your Baylor men's basketball director of player development. Uh, tell us what that means. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I have to make sure that uh, the guys doing what they need to do in school, uh, make sure they have everything they need for their apartments and anything Coach Drew and the staff need me to do, uh, I'm willing to do. So that's that's kind of my job title on that, and I'm loving it. Yeah, so that obviously being a newer role wasn't a role when you were at Baylor. What what kind of – who did you look for for that type of relationship when you were a student athlete? Uh, really the staff yeah. uh, in general, you know, because as, as basketball players, you go through so many ups and downs. Mm. Um, you go through a lot of uh, things of getting opinionated um, and things like that, game to game, practice yeah. to practice. So, you know, when you when you have that, you, you you tend to look for the coaches to be there for you to pick you up as a player, and also your teammates. Mm. I think I um, out of my 
four years here from 06 to 10, um, you know, you had different guys that, that would step up and support you in those roles. So I just want to make sure I'm always supporting the fellas and letting them know I'm here for them um, through the good, the bad, ups and downs. You know, um, I think that's very important to them. That's really good. So who are some of those guys that really helped lift you up during that time? Uh, Terrence Thomas, for yeah. sure. Uh, when I first came here, he automatically jumped into competing. Mm. Um, Aaron Bruce, Curtis Geralds, Henry Dugat, Kevin Rogers, Mamadou. Um, a lot of those guys, Pat Fields, um, you know, a lot of those guys throughout uh, my career. And then, you know, of course, my senior year, you got Josh Lomas, you got uh, Epe Udo, Quincy AC, Lace Dunn. Mm. Anthony Jones, Fred Ellis. I could name a lot of yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could name a lot of them because we built so many great relationships. And my brother, A.J. Walton, as well. So, you know, when you have that, you know, it's always a, a good feeling to have someone to depend on. Yeah. So you talk a lot about these relationships from your time at Baylor. Obviously, you had this relationship with Coach Drew that brought you back yes. to this job. Tell us a little bit about how, how this came about, how you came back to Waco. Um, um, a lot of people don't know. Every time I say this, they, they always say, wow. Um, but me and my family have been here for about six years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there you that? go. There Just you like you expected. Right? Wow. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but uh, after I, when I graduated, um, after my first year overseas, I moved uh, back home. And, and that was the only time I was away from Baylor um, at that time. You know, and I felt I felt the worst. I was like, I need to get back to Waco. Yeah, <laughs> I need that family vibe again. Not saying you don't have it back home, but sure. um, you know, it's a different vibe when you when you get the chance to compete here, play here for so long, graduate from here, and and still get that love years later. So, um, you know, just to have that feeling been the best thing for me and my family. Really cool. Yeah. Tell everybody about your family. Uh, yes, I have a beautiful wife, uh, Brittany Ann Carter. I call her Brittany Ann, by the way. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and I have four kids. Uh, my oldest is Kyla. I have a son, Michael. Um, my middle daughter is Alani. And my youngest is Ileana. Mm -hmm. So uh, three girls and one boy. They're amazing. Um, my oldest is kind of into basketball like me. Okay. I don't force him to play it. I was going to say, does he have much excited. of a choice? I was excited <laughs> for that. Uh, my oldest, she is amazing. Um, and, you know, I'm just trying to continue to help them grow, um, you know, especially um, knowing what this real world is about. So yeah. That's great. You're great. You're a great family man. You're yes, great, uh, you know, um, uh, with your kids. I know I've seen you with your kids and with your wife, and it's really cool. So, Great to have you back here full-time. Uh, so one game here recently, I was talking to you on the sidelines, maybe it was probably last week, and you said, look at, look up in the stands. You had all kinds of family up there in the stands. <laughs> now, who always – that's extended family, right? Yes, that was my cousins, okay. my mom, my wow. dad, you know, on both sides yeah. uh, of the family, you know, and it, it felt amazing. It was about 50 of them. Wow, so, 50. So um, just to have that feeling and get the love and support to for them to get the full experience, for them to come down and take a picture on the court meant the world to me because as a yeah. player – I wasn't able to do it as much, mm. getting them here as much. So, yeah. to to be in a coach's uh, uh, world and and get that get that opportunity to to present it to my family meant the world to me. And yeah. one one lady you pointed out in the stands, Katie, this would be great. Uh, you said, "There's a lady who, who gave me the name Tweety." Yes. What? Yes, yes, my godmother. Yeah. All right, Karen. tell us how that all started. Um, she, uh, my mom said I used to cry a lot, and, and, <laughs> and I used to make her mad. So she used to just give me to my my godmother, and my godmother would tell me, 
you know, she used to put on the show, and I would just follow that bird. Where you bird? And I, I tell this to everybody. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I tell this to everybody. I said it never was Tweety Bird. Yeah. It was Tweety. Just Tweety. Yeah, just Tweety. So, um, she confirmed that with a couple of friends uh, when, she, when she was here. But um, one day I'm going to have to get her on on here so she could yes. tell that story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, and I thought it was smart. like, oh, you were so athletic. It was like you were flying through the air. I, I had this whole I story. I like, I like her version. I though. wish That's I was athletic and flying. That's great. <laughs> Given name, you know his given name. Yep, because I approve his expense reports. <laughs> Damon, da- Damon, Demon, Demon. Oh, they yes. don't tell you how to pronounce it. On right, the right, right. Every, a lot of guys, a lot, everyone, you know, get that name confused. Either it's Damon, Desmond, yeah, oh, you know, like yes. guys, Demon, But, but most, your email? Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. We'll cut that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you. Could, I mean, you could mention it because I got a fun. That. I got a funny. <laughs> I have a funny story about this when I first got hired on. You know, I'm I'm going through uh, my emails, and I had to call to fix something I I, I had trouble uh, getting into. Yeah. And um, I was, they was like, yeah, first thing and last name. I was like, Demon Carter. <laughs> and the guy was like, uh, are you sure you work here? <laughs> You're and like, gosh, I'm, I'm I hope like, so. <laughs> yes, I've been working for two weeks. Right, now. I'm goes sure. and checks your paycheck yeah, to make I'm, sure. I'm pretty it's coming sure through. he was like, you have, you might have to call someone and see <laughs> what's going on. And I'm like. Uh, I'm, I work here, buddy. I, I promise you I do. <laughs> right. And he was like, tell me your name again. I'm like, Demon Carter. So he put it in again. He's like, I don't see anything for you. And so I was like, try try Tweety Carter. I was kind of <laughs> – I was like, try Tweety Carter. And he was like, Tweety Carter, you do work here. <laughs> I was like, yes, I, I do. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I do. Like, that's so, what I said. Right, right, right. So everything was in Tweety's and, and my nickname, that's Tweety funny. Carter. So that, that feels right, though. That yeah. feels like yeah. how yeah. it should be. That's next level. When your <laughs> email is. address at Baylor is yeah. is your nickname, so yeah. to speak, Tweety yeah. Carter. That's pretty cool. Can we go back to high school a little bit? Because yes. you're, uh, there's so many great stories yeah. from your high school career. Uh on varsity from seventh grade seventh on. Grade. I didn't even know that was allowed. Yes. <laughs> no, exactly. In Louisiana. I guess, I guess it's allowed in Louisiana. Because <laughs> everyone I mentioned that too says we can't start playing until I think either eighth grade or freshman year. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, sure. But it shows how good he was. It does. Just under 7,500 points in oh your high school goodness. career. Four state championships. Yes. Uh, the story about your, your game high scoring. 74 points in a game against who? East St. John. East St. John. They're yeah. literally. 74 in a game. Goodness They're gracious. literally two minutes down the street. Yeah. Yes. But a much minutes. bigger school. Yes. Wow. 5A school, actually. Okay. We was class C at the time. Wow. And coming up uh, all in bitty ball, I played with a lot of those guys that, that was on the team at East St. John. So, I'm like, you know, it, to to the world, it's like I'm waiting for this game. But to me, I was like. I practice against them every day, <laughs> like since seven <laughs> years old. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know them, know them. So yeah. I'm not worried about that part. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, I was just making. I just wanted to make sure my team come out to play because I knew I couldn't do what I did if I didn't have them locked in and focused. And I was telling the story to my to one of my friends before that game. Uh, I took the whole team to my dad's house. That's that was our thing. Before games, we oh, go to my fine. dad's house. We eat and we sleep. Actually, we take a nap. <laughs> But for some reason, I could not sleep. Yeah. Oh, no. I was nervous the night before. I couldn't sleep. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to go take a nap. Because usually I take a good nap. I could not sleep. So I woke everybody up in the house. <laughs> we going to the gym early today. Wow. So the JV was playing. I'm in the locker room. And I had my headphones. That's when we had headphones. And I just fell asleep. 
Huh. Oh. I was knocked out on the floor, oh, just wow. knocked out. So when I got up, you know, the JV was finishing up, and, um, you know, I went out to shoot, and I kid you not, I didn't miss a shot in the corner. I used to shoot all my shots in the corner because my grandmother, Betty DeVere, was in a wheelchair, so she used to be right there. So oh, I just always oh, wanted – she rolled in, and she was oh, going to sit right there. So. That's awesome. That's right. And my dad was like – he. I guess they was counting. I didn't notice at the time, but he was like – me and my him and his friends was counting how many shots I made, and I must have made like twenty in a row. Wow. Yeah. But in my, I felt it. But in my mind, I was like, I gotta stop shooting because I might run out of makes. Use them. <laughs> Use them all up. Yeah, I might run out of makes. <laughs> and so when the game started, um, the the high school coach that's on the other side, I seen him the night before, and he was just telling me that he's gonna allow his point guard to guard me by himself, and I was like, you do that. I'm probably going to score 40. <laughs> 40, and understatement said, of that. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I said, if you double me, I'll probably get my average, which was 30-something. Wow. So I was like, no matter what, I'm getting I'm getting these points. <laughs> and so he was like, we'll see. And we sure did see. Wow. 74, 74 points. What grade were you in at that point? I was. It was my senior year. Okay, so not seventh grade. That yeah, makes me feel a little year. bit better. Right. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I did average 15 points my seventh grade year. Wow. 15. Yes. Seventh yes. grade. Yeah. Playing with grown men. That's incredible. And that's so, credit to my oldest brother for always taking me outside with oh. the older guys and play my bo- both of my oldest brothers. So that's credit to them. Man, that's awesome. That's great. So who from uh, who from Baylor made first contact with you, or what was that first encounter like with somebody from here? Um, I was getting a lot of questionnaires. Right. Um, mm. I don't remember exactly how it happened. I just know um, my my high school coach was like, "Hey, I, I really like Baylor." I didn't know much about Baylor. Mm. Um, I used to get these cards with with my head and and somebody else's body, but it looked <laughs> good. So it looked good on that one. So I was loving it, right? And and my me and my high school coach talked a little bit, and he was like, "I think this is the this is the place for you." Wow. Um, and you know, at the time, I didn't understood. I didn't understand what he meant. Um, and Coach Drew, I would say, I think Coach Drew probably reached out to me first, mm. and then the rest of the coaching staff and. You know, like I said uh, previously, the coaches all called and made sure they showed they love. But I talked to Coach Tang and Coach Drew the most mm-hmm. um, okay. during that process. And, you know, it was amazing. Um, and, you know, to be here today and knowing that we had a relationship long time ago and we both gave each other our word and commitment, that meant so much to me because, you know, it still stands to this day. Yeah. Visiting with Tweety Carter, Baylor men's basketball legend, soon to be Hall of Famer on this week's Sikkim podcast. I've had the privilege of calling games and telling stories about Baylor University athletics for a long time. Storytelling is an art, and there's a network in town doing just that. Rogue Media Network has produced over 80 original podcasts and shows, ranging from comedy, true crime, business, and sports. If there's a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. You can find this podcast and all the other great Rogue Media Network shows on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. So you talked about you come to Baylor, you play here, and then you go play overseas. Were you able to stay in contact with Coach Drew and the coaching staff during that time? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That that was the easy part, uh, calling uh, back home, checking on the guys, because I yeah. – I, I watched uh, pretty much every game when I was overseas, wow. no matter what year it was. That's um, awesome. And me and Coach Drew would actually talk a lot. Sometimes I'd get game film to try to give my input on it yeah, and things like that. But they made sure we stayed in contact. That's uh, awesome. 
you know, we won the any championship we won, I, I they always saved the net for me. Mm. So that oh, was the that cool. was the coolest thing. And um, when when I won my first championship overseas, I sent the I sent the net back to Coach nice. Drew. Oh, that's special. That was, yeah, that was a, that, that was a special moment for him. And to see he still have that net, is awesome. That's cool. Explain to our listeners, you know, when we say the Baylor family, I mean, with Baylor, it, the Baylor athletics, that's a real thing. But yes. with Baylor men's basketball, mm-hmm. that is a real thing. I mean, it's family for mm-hmm. life. Isn't yes, it? it is. And it start it start with the fans. Um, from from day one, accepting me through the ups, the downs, you know, because I know my freshman year I got a lot of questions, you know, but they stuck with me. And that's that's all you could ask for, especially in a, in a competitive sport like this, basketball. Um, and, you know, all I had to do was figure it out on the court. Um, I could take uh, Tweety, need to do this better, need to do that better. Um, I could always take that. But the support I was getting throughout that, was the biggest thing for me because I never felt alone. Mm-hmm. And that's credit to, again, my coaches and my teammates, but the fans played a big role in that as well. Are there certain fans that were here while you while you were a student athlete and now you are kind of have a different type of relationship with them on this side of things? Yes, I would say Chris. Uh, he's been there for a long time, man. And, you know, just to see him still with jerseys on, still, still see him come to the game yeah. years yeah. later, that, that means a lot to me and it shows that – the Baylor family is really strong, and the, um, the love you get from the fans is awesome. So yeah, good. that's cool. It's Chris Fuentes who's in the yes. stands. Yeah, Easy yeah, to pick yeah, out yeah. in the stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm picturing him right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> real, uh, real devoted fan. Uh, so during your career here at Baylor, 06 to 10, um, I think your high score game was that game at Syracuse. Yes, 31 at year. Syracuse. Yes, funny, yeah. the funny story on that. Our luggage got caught up. Oh no! Yeah, they did. <laughs> so we had to practice in Syracuse gear. I think the, the, no. the day before the game. Yes. I mean, are we talking like Syracuse I'm across your chest? About everything. Oh, I'm goodness. talking about. There everything. was nothing else. There was no other gear. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, and you. and to come out and compete and get that get that 31 point game. I think we lost that game, but. You know, it was it was a great moment for me and my and my teammates supported. Um, so that was always awesome to wow. have that. That was fun. So here's an addendum to that story. Cassandra Nunley, Pat Nunley's yeah. wife, went with us on that trip to Syracuse. Yes. You won't remember this, but she went with us, and it was like the worst trip ever. Lost our luggage. <laughs> yeah. Remember, you had delayed. We yeah. got it at DFW. Yeah. You guys were practicing. Yeah, in the airport. In a, yeah, at a yes. back hallway oh, at gosh. DFW Airport because they were going to miss their practice time the day before the game. Get there, no luggage, didn't get delivered till the next day. So it's like, you know, like everything that could when go it rains, wrong it went wrong. Yeah. And Cassandra's on this trip, and she's like smiling, and she's saying, this is so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, she was happy to be with us. Perspective, yeah. yeah. She's like, this great. is a great time. You guys are like, what? And somebody in the airport says to her, uh, oh, are you the team nurse? <laughs> <laughs> and we said, no, no, it's Pat's wife, Cassandra. But from that day on, she has been – the nurse. The yes, nurse. So you go up to her and call her the nurse. That's, I'm going to do that. Awesome. Do it. Do that, Jay Mo. That's what it goes back to. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, that's a good memory. And your wow. 31 that night was a really good memory, yes. even though it, it wasn't a win that night. Right. But uh, how about playing in that dome? It was awesome. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't expect it to be that way. Yeah. Um, it was a little weird. I was like, we playing in a football stadium. Yeah. And the way yeah. it looked, it was. It didn't feel like it. But then when you look. In the back, it's like, oh, this this, this is a football yeah. stadium. Yeah. But it was awesome. I mean, 31 points, I can't complain. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I was mad about was the loss. <laughs> 
You played in another dome later in your career. Yes. Uh, senior year, that yes. regional down in Houston. Golly, do you remember the fan support there? That was crazy. It was. I mean, the 2010 team, all of my guys, man, on that team got so much love for and Big shout-out to FAU, though, because me and him still have a great, great relationship now. He helped me all on and off the court, mm. on and off as coaching now. So, you know, he's a big part of it big part of my life man he's awesome and um you know big shout out to him but yeah that it was crazy yeah that was crazy to go compete against St. Mary's and you know compete against Duke was amazing the fans the the yelling when you look up you see so many fans and it was just like it was awesome like what what better atmosphere than to play so you know for me long as we got to compete and um, keep keep the fans energetic was was important to me. Yeah. So we got to hear you talk about it some, but kind of how you felt about the national championship, all that. Give us a little bit more of you kind of helping build this program, and then that being the outcome. Like, what what are your feelings uh-huh. as you're watching that game? Well, helping build the program, and and you know, and seeing that game, the national championship game, help build it. And I played in that game, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I was a six man. I always yeah, say that. Yeah, so yeah, I, was a six I believe man it. That one. I, I'm not letting that one ride. <laughs> I actually, I actually played with Davion and, and Jared Butler and Macy and I all the rest that. of the guys. That's so, awesome. um, but you know, it was a great experience to 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 be a part of this special program, and mm-hmm. I've been saying that since day one, um, even through interviews, and it, it's just a, a a great feeling to to help change a program, to yeah. be a, a part of change. Yeah, you know, and to see those guys uh, hold up that trophy. Um, you know, and me knowing them because I I would come back every summer and compete against them and knowing the the hard work that they put in, the dedication they had to putting the extra work in meant a lot to me because it's not easy. Mm. And being a player, I knew it it wasn't easy because we tried to accomplish the same thing and we fell short. So just to see them go through it and and finish it off for for BU Nation meant the world to me because now we are literally – a powerhouse yeah you know and that that's a great feeling because we was at the bottom you know um and i I just always think about those moments because we all could have made different decisions Mm. to not come here to go somewhere else but all of us i'm glad all of us did make that decision because a lot of us get to enjoy our name enjoy the hard work that we put in and and the love that we get um because i think that's important especially us at least because you don't. Not everybody make it to the NBA, mm-hmm. and when they have the, these type uh, fans and love and support to come back to, trust me, it's an unbelievable feeling. Yeah. You were a big part of that. I mean, yeah. you you helped lay the foundation, you know, for the program and, yeah. and won a national championship in 2021. Tell everybody uh, what Coach Drew did to to include you guys in the parade and everything else around. Yes, that. yes, he invited everybody back. Uh, I missed the parade. Oh. So, you know, um, that's, that was tough because yeah. I was overseas still mm. playing. And that was one of my biggest things. I was like, I'm missing so much, man, playing overseas. <laughs> but Coach Drew do amazing job of keeping everybody uh, up to date with what's going on at Baylor, um, yeah. texting all the past players. That, I mean, that takes time out of his day. Um, so everybody appreciate that. I know all the players appreciate him thinking about them. I mean, because he don't have to. There's 12, yeah. 12 years removed. A lot of the other guys – longer removed and just for them just to um, still get that love for him as if 
they're still playing for him. I mean, it says a lot about him. Yeah, yeah we had David Kay on the po- podcast last week, and it's just cool to kind of hear these themes repeated of just that it, Baylor men's basketball, I think people people see the story, they, they see the things, but to get to talk to people that are actually a part of it. And it's, yeah, these are the relationships we have. This is the Baylor family, yeah. and this is kind of how Baylor men's basketball does that. So you're a great example of that. Tweety. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. You played uh, 12 years overseas uh, professional basketball. You, you've told us before that you, you love playing, but yeah. that was tough. Why yeah. to be away like that? I mean, it was tough. Um, you know, like that was probably the hardest moments because I was away from my kids. I was mm-hmm. away from my wife at times. And, you know, when you when you do it for 12 years and you see your kids grow right in front of your yeah. eyes, um, you know, it's it, sometimes it, it, it I, I would think it, like at, at times it would be like, man, it's a hurt feeling. Mm. But I knew I had to keep doing what I had to do to make sure that they was taken care of. So yeah. I kind of balanced it out on I, this is what I have to do for them, you know. Um, but it was it was so hard overseas, the language barrier. Mm. And just being away for eight, nine months, going through what you go through overseas, not getting your money on time, not mm. getting paid on time, practicing twice a day a lot, mm. Running outside, I mean, yeah. I can go on and on. But I really do appreciate the experience because it shaped me and who I am today. Yeah. While you were over there playing, was it kind of always in the back of your mind, I'm going to do this for X amount of time, and then I would love to come back and coach? Or what was kind of the career path that's, plan? That's something my wife gave me a hard time about <laughs> all the time. She says, you finally retired because you've been trying to retire three, four years ago. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. But I always, I always was be like, this is my last one. This is my yeah. last one. I'm yeah. not going back. I'm not going back. Yeah. But you know, when you, when you're in a moment to make the decision, it was, it wasn't an easy decision yeah. to make just cause I've been doing it since six years old. Yeah. And you're and, pretty good at it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> to walk away from something, you know, that I love and I, I would literally die for it was, mm. it was just like, I couldn't do it. So yeah. those three, four years, gave me opportunity to see more than just me as a basketball player, Mm. you know, because I knew it was going to come to an end. No matter what I want to think, no matter how I say it, I knew it was going to come to an end. So you always want to enjoy it until that moment. But these last couple of years was like the toughest Mm. because I'm sometimes I'm by myself. I'm crying at night. You know, I could say that I'm sharing. I'm (laughs) going to share y'all the real, right? Thank you. I'm going to give y'all the real. Like it it, it brought a lot of tears to my eyes. um, Just thinking about, you know, I I, I don't want to say quitting, Mm. but just thinking about retiring, like, you know, it it brought a lot of tears to my eyes. And I think it was not every night, um, but, but off and on for three years, I've been questioning about hanging the Jersey up. And I finally made that decision. Um, you know, and I and I thank God for it because it was the right timing, you know, and, and everything. And I think I believe really do believe in the right timing mm-hmm. because three years ago, this job may not be there. Yeah, yeah. true. Know? That's um, right. And so, for me to to play up until everything presented itself was a blessing. Yeah. Well, think about the things that were ordered. You know, those steps were ordered right yeah. there with Coach Tang, mm-hmm. who'd been here yes. you know, since day one with Coach Drew, but getting a job, taking mm-hmm. a job at Kansas State. Yes. Jay New moves up, yes. opens up a position yes. there, yeah. things move around. Yes, so sir. the timing of it, I mean, was absolutely perfect. Yes, sir. Shout out to Coach Tang. Shout out to uh, Coach New because – uh, without Coach Tang taking his blessings, I wouldn't have mine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Coach yeah. New get an opportunity to move up and show everyone what he can do. But he's been a, the 
a big help with, with getting me. He's been in this position for 12, 13 years, and he's given me the blueprint on how to make sure I'm doing my part. And that's, that's my biggest thing is making sure I'm not letting down the program, letting not letting down Coach Drew or the other players. All right, let's close with this. Let's close with where we started. <laughs> you're going into the Baylor Athletics <laughs> Hall of Fame. You're one of the greats of the greats here yeah. at Baylor. You're going to have a spot in that Letterman's Lounge as a Hall of Fame member for the rest of your life. Yes, sir. What does that mean to you? It means the world to me. Um, you know, I, I, it's still like a like I'm like, man, this is this is happening. You know, yeah. and it's creeping up on me day to day. And, um, you know, just to get this feeling and to share it with some of the fans and, and the coaching staff, the, my player, I mean, my teammates, the players, it's an unbelievable feeling. I can't stress it enough. I wish I was. I wish I could make it there on that day. But I just want to thank every, the whole Baylor family on making this decision to to vote me in and, and give me this opportunity because it, it, it means a lot to me. And, you know, back to my family, that's the reason why they came up um, last weekend because we wanted to celebrate it early. Not oh, all nice. of them could make it on the 18th, mm, yeah. knowing I wasn't going to be yeah. there. So um, it was a blessing to have him there and have them here to share that moment with That's so cool. That is so great. Well, you're so deserving, yeah. and it's great. I mean, you elevate the stature of our Hall of Fame. <laughs> you really do. Being a member. <laughs> you really you do. Really do. And Katie's right behind you, too. So. Yeah, far yeah. behind you. So far behind you. So. Well, thanks for your time. Uh, I know this isn't easy. You're in season. Uh, as we said, you had a game as we record yeah. this. You had a game last night. You're leaving for Las Vegas tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks for making time, and we really appreciate it. Oh, no no problem, Jay. This is what this is about. Um, yeah. I'll do anything for the Baylor family. Um, just let me know. Call my number, and I'm there. <laughs> okay, we'll take you up on there it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It is so great to have you back at Baylor. Yes, sir. Thank God for it. Have you been looking for a new podcast to listen to? Are you interested in true crime, funny one-star reviews, or inspiring stories? What about the history of Waco or the famous people who have lived and worked here? All these and more are produced by Rogue Media Network. There are over 80 different shows, including this one, with more coming all the time. If there's a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. Watch on YouTube or listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Wrap things up on this week's Sikkim Podcast with Tweet Demond. Tweety Carter. <laughs> Katie, this was a lot of fun. And, and, again, the Hall of Fame banquet comes up on Friday. That will be yeah. a lot of fun. Great class. And Tweety fits right in with this great group this week. He really does. We're so excited about it. Sad you won't be able to be there in person, but know that we'll be rooting you on in Las Vegas this weekend. Yes, it's, it's, it, I am sad about it. But I know we got business to keep taking yeah. care of so we can keep winning games for the, for the Baylor family. Keep Absolutely. that going. Some big games this weekend. Thanks to Tweety Carter, our guest this week, for Katie. Katie Smith, I'm John Morris. Thanks for being with us for this week's Sikkim Podcast. Thanks, Tweety. Yeah, that was great. Hello, hello, hello. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics.